Welcome to the Atlanta Tennis Podcast. Every episode is titled, It Starts With Tennis and Goes From There. We talk with coaches, club managers, industry business professionals, technology experts, and anyone else we find interesting. We want to have a conversation as long as it starts with tennis. Hey, hey, this is Sean with the Atlanta Tennis Podcast. We are in the Rejuvenate studio in Buford, Georgia. And in this episode, we talk with Bobby, who is director of tennis at Windermere Club in Cumming, Georgia. I ask him to introduce himself, and we talk a bit about our plan to combine forces. Get started or jump right in, whatever, uh, however we want to say it. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Let's go. We've got our uh, we've got our pre-planned questions, but I figured we'd do uh, a quick little introduction because this will be our first time, I'd say, actually getting together for a project because we've talked okay. a lot uh, between Bobby and Sean. Uh, we've discussed all of the ideas that you know that we've had and the things that we want to do and things that we we have done. What's going to work? What's not going to work? But for 2021, we've decided to actually do something together. Right. Uh, yeah. And so I want to hear, I want a quick little, hi, I'm Bobby. Tell me who you are. Tell me what you do, where you are. And, um, and then we'll go from there. Good. Bobby Schindler. I am currently the tennis director at Windermere. Um, been there, gosh, for, this will be my eighth year concluding already, which time flies. Prior to that, I spent 13 some odd years at White Collins Country Club in a, a tennis director's position as well. I would say my tennis director position has always differed a little bit much, a little bit from the standard in that it's a little less formal. Uh, the, the club never asked me because they didn't want the bigger commitment. To, to, so it was a perfect thing because number one, as, as we were talking previously, my number one thing is being a dad to my daughter. I'm a, I'm a single father and my daughter lives with me. And I need the flexibility that goes around being accessible to her, being taxi when it's necessary. Uh, that said, tennis is, is a passion and being with people is a passion in trying to grow the game, but also see where the game can take us. As far as, you know, a demographic, uh, there's a big side. I came to Atlanta to get a, a master's degree in sports marketing, sports administration, and very interested in the business side as well to see where we can grow it. Because as we've discussed previously, as tennis instructors, we have a finite amount of hours that we can do. And, and weather also controls that. And then we also have the people who also have things come up. So, you know, we can walk into a week saying, I got 30 hours a week. And at the end of the week saying, man, I, I was lucky to get three hours in. So that's one of, the, one of the reasons we're here is exactly. we've got some ideas to be able to adjust to change the paradigm and basically say to the, the customers, the clients, the members, and basically say, you know what? You've got your five to six o'clock. You will always have your five to six o'clock with us. Whether we're on a tennis court, whether we're on a Zoom call, whether we get into the studio, we're bringing in Rejuvenate as a partner as well. So we, we, we can move in that direction and we'll get to that in a minute with, uh, with some of the conversations that we're going to have, but we're going to try to change that paradigm for the, for the programming at Windermere specifically. 
Absolutely. And, it, and, and this is a big, it, not that I, I, I'm a big truster of people and I've been fortunate, but it's also, I'm, I'm not comfortable asking other people to make huge sacrifices. And I feel that's, the, that's one of the limitations in our business is that, yes, we wanted to work together for how long, but I look at it and say, I don't feel good asking Sean to come in here and work on, you know, on and pennies on the dime because that's what I'm doing. That's a choice I've made. So I, I've never been comfortable. I, you know, I was able to convince that, you know, to take the leap. And But he did have a great, you know, he had a following already. So all he was going to do was augment the following. And it worked. Yeah. And we're now at a point where that we've been able to create enough business that the natural extension is where we're ready to bring you in and say, not, and not only bring you in, bring you in under good circumstances not is there going to be growing pains there's always growing pains sure. but at least we're going to be able to look at it and say we're going to earn you're going to earn a living while we get this thing going and then if there's profits and stuff at the end well then we can come in but the, the we're not bringing you in and ask you to make a sacrifice we have enough things going on ourselves where this is designed to grow and change things and to to benefit the program and show that there's a better way to do it and i think you know it takes time but i think we're in a place that it's the right time so that's that's another good thing this isn't pushed this isn't rushed this is something that is, is very easy to you know it's ready to, to go yeah we've point. always known the why are we going to do it why right. is tennis going to come in the question was when and how exactly and when is now and 2021, if we, if we back out, if I zoom out a little bit to start and say, okay, what does 2021 look like at Windermere in general? Yes, we know we're going to talk about bringing in ankle butters to focus on those beginners and that younger feeder group to be able to help you with that because that's what we do day in and day out. What does your program look like overall 2021? Do you have a, do you have a calendar of events? Do you have some, something you're excited about or just what's, What's unique about something 2020? I mean, 2020 was uh, a crazy time, and at some point, empty. What's uh, what's on your 2021 calendar? You know, and, and I'm the eternal optimist. So, as I told my my daughter, if 2020 was so bad, I can look back and say I got to spend an obscene amount of time with my child, yeah. doing really simple things. I mean, you know, when it first started the pandemic, we literally walked the streets of our neighborhood every night at around 1130, 12 p.m., you know, 1130 p.m., 12 a.m. when it was dead quiet. You know, there was a couple coyotes running around and there was the, uh, and, you know, that's stuff that we're going to remember forever. Mm. So if, if this, if 2020 was bad and it was, I mean, obviously it was crazy for a lot of people, but we've still been very fortunate and we've survived and we came out stronger. We got out from underneath the house that I lived in, which was a personal liability because it did limit the opportunity to say I could take a hit and, and to grow something because I was living in a situation I, I couldn't afford. So I couldn't take any more hits. I had taken all the hits I could take. So we did get that out from under us. And it, it does provide a much better jumping off point to try something like this. That being said, because of it's still going to linger over us. And I do think it's going to linger over us for the better part of the year. My goals are obviously to get this started. And, and, and let me say this, preface it with the back real quick. A lot of this that we've talked, we've talked about for years and, you know, I've had ideas, you've had ideas for years. So it's not like there's not ideas here already. There's a pretty good idea of what we're going to do. It's a matter of 
how responsive and how, you know, we got to have access to people, you know, sponsorships, for instance. I think this is something that's sponsorable and people would get, well, in the beginning, if we're not reaching the amount of people just because of the pandemic, you got to be realistic about what that. So there are a lot of, I think there are a few environmental factors that are going to pull us, you know, and they'll see. But I think what I want to do is roll this out, roll it out consistently, let people see the product, let them get excited about it. And, and, you know, that's a February, March thing. This way, when the weather gets better, we have a good foundation because one of the things I right away is that I've never done is I'd like to do some kind of summer camp Mm -hmm. because I think there's an opportunity there. I don't, you know, I don't look at it as a, a grow your business long-term summer camps have never been that historically. They're more of babysitting, but if you can capitalize on that and provide a good product, summertime is historically a slower time of the year in the tennis this year because of the heat. And because, you know, the, the big leagues are spring and summer, I mean, spring and fall. So if you can uh, move your bottom line during an otherwise downtime period and again, start putting these ideas out where next year, we're not just talking about this on a kid's level. We're talking about this on an adult level to be able to offer the same things because the pandemic is behind us. We know where we're going to be because as we've discussed in the past, one of the things that we've been, I've been successful doing and I know doing them with you is events. And that's still the big unknown at this point. Right. And, so that's limiting, but I, you know, I'd love, the goal here is just to get Windermere correctly. We, we, you know, you have friends in the business. I have friends in the business. If we put together a good model, this is a model that we're going to be able to take to other places and say, look, it's working yeah. and it's, it's implementable here. We're not looking to come in and steal your business. We're coming in here to make your business better. It's going to enhance The whole point is making friends. And I was, I've been talking about that for a long time with a lot of people is, it's sometimes tough to make friends with other tennis coaches because everybody has this zero sum game. What's mine is mine and you need to go away. Where in this case, I talked to, I talked to guys like you. I talked to guys like Mark Wiley at Appalachia farms, which we'll do an interview with him in a couple of weeks as well. And, And we all have the things we are good at that we specialize in. We have, we have coaches that have better, that, that fit better with certain scenarios in the tennis world. Yes, we're all professionally trained to handle it all. Right. But, man, if I really love just playing with that six-year-old who's never played before and, and somebody else just doesn't really love that, you know, they want to work with a kid that's working on their kick serve to try to get to the national level. Like, there, there are different things that we do in different ways. We should be able to come together as friends and say, hey, I can benefit you. You can benefit me. Let's, let's work together. Let's do this. And like you and I discussed, if – Ankle Butters Tennis is at Windermere one day a week. And at some point, maybe it's more. But if we just say, hey, look, you say to your membership, Ankle Butters is coming in. They're really good at what they do. This is what they do. Yep. And they're going to do it. And it's going to be, that is the day to do that. You don't have to have 40 hours a week for any of our instructors. Right. We're, exactly. we're now a piece of your puzzle yes. as opposed to taking a slice of your financial pot. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to use that. Yeah, no, and it's true. And it, I mean, that is, like you know, it, there's a lot of paranoia in this business. Yep. You know, everybody's afraid. And like you said, we're all trained to do it, but there's different. And, and, I, and I think the bad part is too, 
through egos in tennis, and I, it's probably like in any place, but through egos where they don't appreciate. Listen, I appreciate the guy who wants to train with a tournament level kid. I can't do it because I can't put that kind of time commitment into it. Hmm. Well, don't don't look down on Sean working with six year olds because guess what, dude? I know and you know that you never, you know, this the guy, the guy wants to be the champion level. You never developed anybody. You never were there with the six year olds. You got them at a certain point, sure. and I. You know, and that's what you want. Great. And I appreciate the fact that you do have the time and you want to be on the road and do that because that's what you have to do. If you want to be a tournament level coach and be a national coach on that level, it's a big time commitment. And like I said, that's never going usually to be usually not a director of tennis. Exactly. You usually don't have too many things on your plate or people to manage. It's that that is your focus. Right. And that is the thing. Because that's a like you said, that's a big commitment. And a director of tennis has got to zoom out a little bit rather than just saying, I can take this group or these kids and do a certain thing. And in, and in my case, as not, not even a director of tennis, because I don't have to manage a facility, so to speak, I get to come in and say, hey, what, what pieces of your puzzle do you need fit? Do you, do you need filled in? And how can we help? And I, what I love about this is it's going to a clear developmental path which is we, you know, we, we had certainly had peewees, we had this and we, but you know, in this sport, people, and, and like anything else, people excel at different rates. People make a commitment at different rates. Therefore their acceleration, you know, is all affected by that. The, the idea behind this is to create a much clearer path so that they can see. And I think that's important. I think that's one thing that I know when I was a junior, that was good. It was easier for my father who did not come from this kind of environment, you know, where he was able to say, okay, that's where he's going to start. Look at court three. That's where we hope he's going to be in two years. Look at court five. That's where we ultimately want to go. And it was a great picture for him. And it got him excited about the sport because now he's looking at where it ends up, not, oh God, you know, they're, they're walk, they can't walk and chew gum. This is where they're going to be five years from now. So, I didn't have yeah. I didn't have that growing up. It was you take a few lessons and you can kind of play. Right. You get on a team, you get some lessons, but it was all team related. Right. And, or and you were in the academy and playing tournaments. Like there was a you you were either there or you weren't. It right. wasn't it wasn't the kind of thing we'd go into a public facility, a public park, or a private club, or a membership style club and say court one is. You're four to six year olds. Court two is eight and under. Court three is ten and under. Then it's not just age group. Then it's ability related or experience related, and say, okay, court five is intermediate. Court six is, and you can look and go, I don't have to be that impossibly good, and have that I'll never get there feeling. I just got to make it to that court. I just got to. I got to be able. I got to be able to hit three balls X Y Z, whatever that plan is. For your group, we have ours as just be able to say, I have kids all the time that ask me, when can we play real tennis? I'm like, all right, yeah. one, we got to define real tennis. <laughs> but if you can't just bounce a ball and hit, so we have all those things that say, okay, you're not quite ready, but just look right there. You only have to get right there one step at a time. And we have that, that what we would call a feeder program, so to speak, but we have that clear path. There you have it. We want to thank Rejuvenate for the use of the studio. Be sure to check out the Rejuvenate Wellness is a Journey podcast at 
rejuvenate.com forward slash listen. Check out our other episodes at atlantatennispodcast.com. Also, find us at Atlanta Tennis Podcast on social media. Let us know what you think about our conversations, but also click that follow button. Whether you listen to every episode or just want to listen periodically, you can follow in your podcast app, which helps us keep the show going. With that, we're out. See you next time.